Danny, Danny, Danny. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Living Single with Danny. Danny, as always, I'm Danny, and in front of me is Dan. How you living, man? Turkey. Oh, well. <laughs> well, thank you for asking. You're wow. welcome, man. Wow. We're joined today by a distinguished young man. Would you like to uh, introduce yourself to the, to the audience? Marcel Gill. I'm a good friend of Danny's since, what, elementary school? Middle Dan. school? They know me as Dan. They gonna think you his friend. You look at me, you're confused. Well, I'm but yeah, with Dan. There you go. There you go. I'm cool in these streets Dan. now. I got a nickname, abbreviation. abbreviation you know, so Drumline came out. I'm gonna tell you a little story. Drumline came out, so I was like, "Yo, I can be nice with the sticks too." So I picked me up a drum, a little snare. <laughs> see this? See this cat? All in the band class, twirling his sticks. First year. Not, first year in th- class. Think, thinking he was nice. Right. I won't having it. Smoked him. Smoking him, you feel me? But he stuck with it, and I didn't. So now he's a very talented Dang. drummer. So he's better than you. He didn't quit. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm better. Than you. We just play different. Oh, nice, <laughs> I appreciate that, that's kind a nice brother. Way, that's a nice way to put it. So Marcel, tell the people something about yourself. Man. All right, I'm Marcel Gill. I'm 27. I'm a U.S. Army vet, single father of a three-year-old boy named Carter. Shout out to Carter. Shout out to Carter, KJ. Hopefully not listening. He need to. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I'm just up here, you know, promoting my book and exchanging ideas with some brothers. Ah, book, man. Tell us about this book. What's it called? So my book is called Get Rid of Yourself. Uh, it got seven chapters in it, and it talks about, like, the daily struggles that we go through as men or as humans, period, that we all go through every single day and how you can overcome them. You can change your perception on life and think about situations differently instead of negatively all the time. What's uh, been your um, biggest struggle? And how'd you overcome it? I would have That's to say my biggest struggle was video games. Oh, I used to play Call of Duty uh, like 18 hours out of 24 hours out of the day. Were you ranked? I was ranked. I, okay. I competed. Like, I played for money, so I wasn't just wasting time. And okay. then I hit, like, I mean, a... We got a homeboy that played FIFA. He be wasting time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing this guy. He was ranked. He was ranked. <laughs> nah, but I was, I was ranked, too. I was making money or whatever, but um, I had a son, and I was homeschooling him, too, so I kind of felt like it was getting in the way of our bond or whatever. So I ended up getting rid of my game system um, about two weeks before... My ex-wife screwed me over, and I lost my son for 35 days. Whew. Fast forward to the Could have had a game for another 35 days. <laughs> Could have, and that would have probably fucked me up more. I can cuss yeah. on here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Feel free. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I lost uh, my son for 35 <clears throat> days because she pushed some false charges on me. And um, fast forward to the day I got you know, primary custody and all that. So shout out to all the fathers yeah. out there that actually have custody of their kids because not too many fight for them. But yeah. You know, that's that's a hard that's a hard case to win too. How'd you a go about father, it? Father, take away from the mother. I, I hired one of the best lawyers <laughs> in fucking Fayetteville. Did, did that? Did that? I could imagine it cost you arm and a leg. No, or thirty five hundred. Okay. But I, I had help too. I'm not gonna act like I did it all on my own. Okay. I know. I know. I know a lot of women with um kids, and the narrative 
some of the men don't pay do their mm-hmm. part but again they are doing what they can to support their kids so they necessarily don't have the funds to get a lawyer so now they're stuck like i'm not getting enough from the dad and i don't have enough to get a lawyer so they're like in that but a lot of, a lot of fathers don't think either when they're going through that stuff like i was taking pictures i had evidence i had receipts and the crazy thing is like i felt i, I was kind of mad because like my ex-wife she didn't have to go in court with evidence and it's like we're both the parents. Yeah, like, yeah. I have to go in there and prove like I'm doing shit. She don't have to prove right. nothing. And I had I had receipts from over a year, but anyway, I ended up getting uh partial custody, which is shared custody, and she had him an extra day. So I ended up having to pay child support when I was already taking care of him, and that was like about four fifty a month. So I was getting knocked over the head. So let's let's take a step back. Yeah. Let's <laughs> 27 you've been married and divorced married Let's and t- divorced. how did you get was this a high school sweetheart so Were was it a military thing we, we fanville so we might know how to be having in yeah. for brag and what we so actually i met my ex-wife at church i knew her mom i was recording cool her we used to smoke together and stuff like that real funny like church right so um uh, i met her at church one summer and she looked good i was like okay cool and she stood outside the bathroom waiting for me because she was staring at me because i used to play drums at of this course. church of course yeah, you know, so she saw your boy and waited and um <laughs> we ended up talking after that but she lived in milwaukee wisconsin so like the first year of our relationship was long distance and i'm in college like when i could be smashing any and everybody on yeah. campus but you stayed faithful yeah i stayed faithful yeah it was do hard. you think she did but then she did, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> can I can I stop you from one yeah, second? Yeah, I got yeah, a quick yeah. question. Do you ever? I feel like there's sometimes those moments where, like, dang, had I known it was gonna turn out like this, yeah. I want to stay faithful. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, I, but I mean, I was at Fayetteville State, so I mean, it won't really shit out there, no way. And especially nobody that looked better than my girl at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't nothing like that. But I don't, I don't really think about it like as in a bad way. Like, cause I'm, I'm sure she had her reasons or whatever. Those I might, I may not ever know. Cause she still to this, de- to this day deny that she ever cheated, but her sister's the one that told me. So, um, yeah. yeah like what made her sister? You. And her, she, yeah, but, wow. but her so sister. So she cheated cause you messed with no, the sister. No, 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 I, no, her sister told him that she cheated. And her sister, her sister told me like months. two days after we got married too. And that's the craziest shit about it. She was like, um, you believe that when you married, you should know everything about your partner. I'm like, well, well, yeah. And she's yeah, yeah. like, mm. do you think there's anything you should take to the grave? And I was like, what you trying to say? Like, just yeah, go ahead and tell yeah. me. She was like, well, she cheated on you when you left. Cause I was in the military. So as soon as I I found out a lot of shit, like eight months down the road, like as soon as I left for the military, which I was doing to start a family and all that, you know, I left and she started going to school at FTCC and she gave some dude her number. Wait, sorry. When did she move from Wisconsin to? Oh, so she moved from Wisconsin in 2012. Okay. So she moved out here and I went into the military the following summer in 2013. Okay. So um, she was mad that I was leaving because she moved down here to be with me. And I'm like, I'm trying to, you know, get a stable and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I left and she started talking to some dude at FTCC. Did she tell you what she would have preferred you to do? Yeah, she wanted me to stay there and us build together. But I'm like, I'm in favor. Like at this time I was selling weed and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah. And 
Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I'll talk about it. Like I used to do, I used to do a whole bunch of crazy shit, and that's another reason why I went. Into I mean, which is not that many opportunities in Fayetteville, yeah. especially when you're young. So I, I had to leave, and that's one of the reasons why I left because I was like, I'm, a, you know, a couple of our friends got fucked up, like yeah. dead. Yeah. So I was like, that ain't gonna be me. Yeah. So yeah. I, I left, and I was like, I'm trying to build a family, whatever, blah blah blah. So she ended up messing with some guy that's already in the military that was an uh-huh. officer, and I found out like six months later. On Facebook. So what were you, about 20? I was 21 when I got married. And I'm 27 now. But that's it. We were together for almost four years. Like three years and 11 months. I tried to work through it and it was just like... So did her cheating at one time? Was that... Uh yeah, cause it cause apparently it wasn't even sexual intercourse. Her sister said she just got head from the dude or whatever. But I'm like, that's I mean, no man can see my woman. No man can see my woman's yeah naked prior. Yeah, like no that that from 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 trying not to sound controlling or possessive. That is mine. So nah. You lose your head. <laughs> like, easy. You won't get fed cool. You won't lose yours. Yeah. Big. That's fair, too. So, so, at first, I was just like, uh, like, I, I tried to, I got through, you know, for the first, but I started fucking with some chick when I was in the military, too. So, I was just like, you know, I'm getting a divorce when I graduate from AIT, so it yeah. doesn't even matter. So, yeah. then we moved down to here, and I was like, man, I don't feel like filling out all the paperwork. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. It costs money, too. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, we'll work on it. We worked on it. And then we was about to get another divorce simply because we just wasn't getting along. Yeah. Like, but found out she was pregnant. And that's why she was acting crazy around that time period. So I have to say the pregnancy was probably the, the best part of our marriage. Because, you know, there ain't no stress. There ain't no worries. You you happy you about to bring a child into the world. But after that, like a year later, she ended up talking to the same guy that she was messing with before. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, yo, we can sit down and talk about it. Like, I'm not even going to be mad. Like, yeah. So did you, were y'all trying to reconcile after you found out she was pregnant? Yeah, we reconciled for about another two years, two and a half years. And and then I was just like, man, I I was like, at that point, like, I had goals and stuff. And I was just like, I, I would rather not her be with me yeah. when I achieve what I'm trying to achieve because like she don't deserve it. So I was just like, I got to get out of this relationship. And I I went, my brother got married. He had a nice wedding up here at the Palisades in Charlotte. Um, it's a country club, you know. I think I drove by it. Yeah. It's down the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we went out there and I came back and I was just like, she was supposed to go with me to the wedding. My brother paid for everything. He was like, he paid for her too. So the night before she was like, I'm not going. I was like, if you don't go to this wedding, get your shit and get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, came back and some of the stuff was gone. But then she was, you know, trying to get back and, you know, let's work on things or whatever. And um, you got time to play them games. Yeah, ain't got time. So <laughs> y'all she, just, y'all shit just was fucked up from the job. Yeah, yeah, it really yeah. was. Well, the whole time he's telling me a story, one thing that come to mind, like, you guys were young. Yeah, like, yeah. not saying she wasn't wrong for anything she did, she, but at the same learning. time, and, yeah, at the same time, like I really take my hat off to those people who can have a relationship at a young age and it, it work. Yeah. yeah. Because you realize you're still figuring out who you are and all that. And you got mean to tell me I have to like want to keep this person with me. Not saying that's bad, but like I'm literally not the same person I was yeah. when I met you five years ago, but I care about you. So I guess I'm supposed to bring you, yeah. but I really don't want to. Yeah. 
it's a conflict. Yeah. Like, and, and females like to think that men can't change their minds. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if or change at all. Yeah, or change at all. Because I I know the girl I'm with now. Like, she's definitely had to go through some of the my changes. Because like I've changed almost completely since, since y'all first met. Yeah, since we first yeah. met, but also because of me going through the process of writing a book and changing my mindset and having to unlearn a whole bunch of shit I learned as a kid. So yeah. let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I want to know how you transition into this person that you are now after going through such a tumultuous situation so young. Okay. Well, I like to say... That was fire. That was fire. <laughs> Say that, that word twice. That was fire. <laughs> Say it twice. Spell it. Spell it. Nah. <laughs> nah, so initially in 2018, like I said, I lost my son because my wife, my ex-wife pressed uh, charges on me. So I lost him for 35 days. And um, like the first day or two, like like I said, I had just sold my game system. So I didn't have you depressed. <laughs> yeah. I, no, you had to be. I, I lost 2K and my kid. <laughs> <laughs> watch a daytime television but, family but, and I don't even watch TV so that made it worse yeah. too so like pissed the, cause ain't nothing on yeah so like the first day or two like I didn't I didn't cry like I knew I was gonna see my son I knew eventually I, I was gonna get him. you couldn't back. see him at all or you just lost custody I, I lost um, I well I could have saw him but she was being spiteful so she so didn't you, let me see him at so all 35 days so what I did was nah. I went up to the daycare that I was paying for and I saw him during the daycare day so I could at least see my son or whatever even though she won't bring him by so I was depressed like those first two days or whatever. I didn't cry or nothing like that, but I was depressed. And by for the record, it's okay for men to cry. I'm not especially saying, for their kids. Yeah, especially for their kids. That's just not me. So um, like I started, I ran into this guy named David Goggins, who is like this Navy SEAL Ranger guy. I, I listen to Tom Bill, you Impact Theory on YouTube. Y'all should check him oh, out. Oh yeah, I fuck with Impact. He's Theory. legit. So they started talking about mindset and stuff. So immediately, I just started working out like seven days a week. If y'all listen to David Goggins, y'all gonna work out every single day for the rest <laughs> of y'all life. So um, I, I was listening to him. I started working out, and then I was like, man, I started on this book while me and her were married, and I just kind of let it go. Like yeah. it, I got like three thousand words in. And then I just stopped writing for a year. But then that time, it was just like something told me to just, you know, start disciplining myself. And I wrote down, I was like, I'm going to write at least 500 words a day. And then some days I did like 3,000 words, 2,000 words. And I did, I finished the book with like 18,000 more words in like two and a half weeks. And then I was just like, okay, I can like, the thing with that is, you know, when people go through trauma and stuff, that's the thing that motivates people the most. Mm -hmm. And I agree. I'm trying to figure out how to not have to go through a traumatic event. You know, to channel to, that. Yeah, to channel that. So I've been I've been doing pretty well at that. Like over the past three months, I lost like thirty pounds. I stopped eating meat. Uh, I just wanted to exercise and like you know try and transform myself because yeah. I'm all about transformation. So that that I would have to say is the initial start of me becoming who I am right now. So what is what is the the biggest thing you think I had to unlearn during that? That's it. I would definitely have to say Christianity. Mm, let's and, talk about and that, and that's crazy because that's the number one religion in the world. But I grew mm, so up. So they say. Yeah. So they say. So they say. And I, I will hardly call ninety nine percent of Christians actual <laughs> Christians because they don't know the history. So um, I I had to start there because I'm a musician at a church. Okay. And, um, 
Met your like, girl in the church too. Met my so, girl. His and, old girl. And I met my current one too at church. So it's <laughs> so either this is gonna do it. Hey, either this works for you or it don't. If this don't work and I hope it do, she good for you. Yeah. Cool. But if not, you you gotta find another place, man. Bro, you gotta find another place. You can't keep meeting them in church. That ain't for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to look out. Just trying to look out. So you know, you grew up. Yeah, I first of all, I was late. Like even when it came to losing my virginity, I was like 18. And that was because Shame I grew up in a church in a family where it's like, if you go, if you have sex before marriage, you're going to hell. And you know, you hear that shit all your going life. You scared as hell. The hill? Yeah. What's that? Hell. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said the hill. No. <laughs> I, I could have told you said the hill. No. I'm like, what type of bullshit is it? Yeah, so like I started, I started, you know, in church they say you have sex before marriage, all of that stuff, you go into hell and all this other stuff. So I was just like, you know, I ain't trying to go to hell. Right. So I, I started reading on my own. I'm just like, no the fuck you don't go to hell for sex outside of marriage. Yeah. So I just started smashing everything I saw, bro. <laughs> when I went to my freshman year at uh Fayetteville State, uh it was he was known in the dorms. They called they used to call me Polo because I used to wear polo all I remember those days. Time. I do remember. Oh my god. I remember. But anyway, um I, I was learning and I was reading stuff and I was like, okay, there's some of this shit don't just don't make no sense. Right. So I started reading, doing research on the origins and stuff, and then I found out like the old testament, the Bible and stuff isn't original. Mm-hmm. I was like, they pulled their works from previous texts, and then they're not even like the oldest religion. Like Hinduism is officially like the oldest religion in the world, but there's this thing I came across called the Emerald Tablets, um, that are supposedly from like thirty six thousand years ago. But if you read the Bible, you know the earth is only like 5,000 or 5,500 years old, but we're constantly... What? Somebody said that in the Bible? Like, if you go based off the historical timeline of the Bible, it's like five to 6,000 years old. Oh, but I'm like, obviously, there's this earth is a mm, lot older than five. Mm. And I'm reading all this shit, and I'm like, none of this... Like, it's not adding up. Like, you know, there's... Everybody got a different God out here, and everybody claim that theirs is right and everybody else is wrong. So, yeah. like, if I'm a Christian, do I go to, like, Muslim hell, or do I go to... <laughs> like where do you go and for people to come out here and say they know who god is they know his name they know how he wants you to live how much money you got to give him every sunday at church mm. you know and where you going in the afterlife and what it looked like it's just like the fuck like yeah. there's no way for you to know that yeah and you know it's regurgitated information in church because all the pastors preach the same thing over and over and over again so the people that grew up in church regurgitate the information Uh it's like well did your pastor even study this stuff like do you know like a lot of this shit is from greek like tartarus like tartarus greeks got it from the egyptians and they greeks got it from the egyptians so like even with horus and isis like i don't i don't know if like horus is like a genetic copy of like jesus or whatever but it's a it's a few yeah yeah there's a whole bunch of them like christ even comes from krishna which is in hinduism but people don't know that exactly but um anyways it's just like Everybody has a different name for the same. Like I believe there's there's a creator out there. Of like, course, I be, I definitely believe that. And when if you look at it, all religions point back to it. And I'm like, if God can do anything, then He had to have done the say the shit everybody said. Right, exactly. <laughs> so the Hindus are right, Muslims are right, Christians are right, <laughs> exactly. Jews are right. It's whatever resonates with you in mind. Yeah, right. right. And then Sorry. when I started studying the Bible, and I'm just like, you say God can do everything, but he said he created the rainbow so he won't flood the earth again. So he cannot flood the earth again because he said he can't flood it. So that's one way that he can't do anything. We have free will. So he, he, he can't do everything. So it's just like, 
you just gotta I, I started searching within like I, I cut all, all the bullshit and I started over and I was like what do I personally believe in yeah. without outside um, influence yeah, and I, I started with there's a creator so I went down this path like I would consider myself like an agnostic theist like I, I don't I, I believe that there's a creator out there but I don't believe there's a way you can know what he wants you to do you know what I mean like you just go with the voice you hear in your yeah. head. Like if I say truck, you can hear truck in your head, you know, yeah. even if you don't say it. Is that like, what, what voice do you hear? Right. What, you voice, hear, do you hear? what voice do you hear? I just hear I just hear truck. You know what I mean? You don't hear it because there's no sound, but you can hear it and you can see it in your head. Like if you yeah. say fire truck. You, you know what you visualize. Yeah. Right. So I could, I could go deep into that. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you this. Because <laughs> I went through the same same period. And my conclude the, the number one problem. Well, I want to say the number one problem. Well, I want to say the two problems that I had with traditional, just religion. I'm not gonna even pinpoint it to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Religion as a whole, not all, but the 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 mass marketed ones mm-hmm. make you rely on somebody outside of yourself. Right. Absolutely. When the power is already within you. Yeah. Meaning you can you can connect to a. Who I, I say the universal, the God of the universe. Infinite all. I don't say God is a man. I don't say God is a woman. Yeah. I just say God. Right. And then I you're say, right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I feel like that connection is within you already. When you're born with, if we're born, right. if we're born in the image of God, we already, we already got God within us. Like you, you got a church, don't you? I so. don't. Bro, I tell you, I <laughs> no, you're right though. Like I, I believe the, the same exact thing. Like when people pray, they like go out to space and look up at the sky and it's Prayer just like, <laughs> nothing but you affirming yourself. Yeah. Things that you it, want. And if God I believe everything is interconnected. Like we're connected to animals, the trees, the we earth are. is conscious, all of that stuff. So I'm like, why why are we, you know, looking over there or looking up to the sky? And it's like he's the only reason why you can you have awareness is because God is in you right now. Yeah. So like just, you know, you gotta seek within. You you know People say they hear Jesus and stuff like that. And I'm just like, he wasn't even English and his name wasn't Jesus. So, and when was he going to tell you that his name ain't Jesus? Like his name is Yeshua and he speaks Hebrew and Aramaic, but he speaks English to you. So it's just like, you just, I I, I say now, like if the religion helps you, because religion comes from the word religio, which means to bind together. So it's yeah. all about, you know, it's supposed to be about community. Yeah. It's not supposed to be about um forcing people's beliefs to yeah. whatever if it's not weaponized it's a great thing right it's a great right thing if absolutely it's not weaponized. absolutely so i just believe if it helps you to lead an ethical and moral life then you know that's good do it you know if it works for you i agree but I, I, <laughs> now i agree with all that and i mean and to that point like you have to everybody has to do their own soul searching about what they want to believe if they even want to believe anything right so i think like anything else you have to one choose what works for you and practice not condemning others from right. choosing what well, as long as they're not like hurting anybody, yeah. who cares? Right. Like it, now I can say Yeah, I can say all day. Nah, that's dumb. I don't know why you do that. Or uh that don't make sense. As long as me personally, like kind of do say I'm a Christian, but the only people I probably wouldn't rock and hang around with would be so-called devil worshippers. <laughs> but to be fair, what nobody is the devil? Who is the devil? Would. Right. But but why not? You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm niggas weird. <laughs> see, see, but so, but that's the thing. Like, out, but outside of that, like, if you got your religion, what I could care less. Like, yeah. if you're a good person, I'm cool with that. As long as you ain't trying to push nothing on me or like nothing like that, I could care less. So, now, as far as far as, cause I believe you've done this. Um, right. I don't know that I could date somebody that 
had a um not even a different religion, just had a different belief. thought pro- belief. Yeah. I think I'll say belief. And the only reason I'm like that is because again, sort of like energy, soul mm-hmm. ties and things like yeah. that. Um, because then it's nothing wrong with being open-minded and questioning things. Mm-hmm. But like if you have me question everything, like I want to make that decision. You can like walk me along with it. Yeah. But if you're trying to like push yours on me or whatever, like you should do this so we can raise our family like this. Or if I'm doing I that to you, like it's this. not a very complicated situation. Exactly. And I don't know how Yeah, and I don't know how to walk that line. If yeah. I some people do. Cool. Yeah. So I'm not saying that's wrong with it, but I don't know that I know how to walk that line. I know I know how to walk that line only because I believe like if somebody for instance, if somebody I can date a Muslim or a Hindu only if they can explain why they believe in what they believe and they firmly believe in it. Like that's I can't I, agree I couldn't date somebody who's just like wishy washy like, oh I'm okay. my parents told me yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. My parents told me or like if you actually study this shit and can explain it to me, I'm like, we could be cool because I don't I can't say that she's wrong because I don't know either. Yeah. But you so, but you know that's something that um, comes with like just mental growth and knowing not even that you have to challenge but knowing that you have to seek and find for yourself right. and not go off of again again I, I say I'm a Christian but all, um, throughout life I went to you know whatever church my mama went to yeah. so then you know I went to uh, school and I, I still wanted church I still wanted that environment and I went I'm like this is way different from my mama church so then when I go back home like I don't go to my mama church yeah. but at first it felt sort of weird it's like I don't want my mom thing I'm weird you have to like what, what works for you yeah. That didn't work for me. And so you, I would, and you have to not also not worry about what people think. Because mm-hmm. I, I tell people now, like even people at the church that I go to know that I'm not a Christian. Yeah. Like I don't necessarily believe like the devil making you do this or yeah, yeah. whatever like that. Yeah. It's just like, no, you you absolutely chose to do that. And I also don't believe in God physically doing stuff for me. Like God didn't write my book. Like I wrote my book. I thank mm-hmm. him, you know, yeah. I thank him for giving me the opportunity to mm-hmm. write it. But all this stuff, like I guess it's a way to keep people humble. Yeah. But like, if you make a mistake, it ain't the devil made you do anything. Like, I don't give the devil any credit yeah. at all. Because if you think about it, it's a huge metaphor. Bro, there's like eight thousand gods and one devil. It's a huge. <laughs> way, but that's what I'm saying. The way I look at it, just to just to just to build on that a little bit. Like the way I look at the whole like God made me do this or the devil made me do this is like my true self or higher self made me do the right thing. My ego or my lower self made me do something that I know in my spirit was, was right. wrong. Right. I like so the way you worded if, that. If, if, but if if religion, quote unquote, would just say it that way, I feel like that's so much easier than <laughs> this whole trying to make you go. Yeah. yeah I, in my opinion. That's yeah. My opinion. But I'm saying, but that's where it's not even tricky. I think that's when it's like certain people that are just not even with religion with anything that are stuck in their ways that anything challenging something that is just yeah. so far away. Yeah. Like if that works for you. Then whether it's a church or a temple, you can. It's cool for you to find somewhere that, that gives you that message that way, mm-hmm. yeah. and somebody can find it somewhere else that gives them their message that way, and it's cool. Right. Like it shouldn't be, you know. what I'm saying, oh, it has to be this way, it has to be that way. No, what works for you, you know. Again, you're a good person. You ain't murdering, killing nobody. So like, who cares? So if, um, if, uh, if let's say hypothetical, if your girlfriend was Muslim and you were Christian. You wouldn't try to make it I, work. It probably wouldn't have gotten that far. <laughs> like, like, no, like me. yeah, y'all believe no. in a lot of. Well, Muslims and Christians actually believe if you yeah. if you study it, they believe in a whole lot of the same yeah. stuff. So, so here here's the thing and with that. The same just trying to just trying to think outside of my situation. Again, I'm attracted. Like, if you're attractive and you're a good person. I'm not automatically asking you what's your religion. <laughs> so if you're attractive, we cool. We start hanging out, and then it comes up. Yeah, there, 
Dad, there was there's a girl who I talked to for a little bit that had a certain religion. I could not. I think she was just Jew or Hebrew or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, Islamic too. Uh, she, I, no, she wasn't Islamic. She, whatever it was, it stopped. This is gonna sound so bad, and I apologize in advance. But whatever it was, because of her religion, she didn't like have sex. She was abstaining from sex until like her birthday. She didn't celebrate Christmas. Jehovah Ooh, Witness. Jehovah Witness. That's oh, what she okay, was. She was okay, Jehovah okay. Witness. <laughs> That's what she was. She was Jehovah Witness, and I didn't know that off the strength. Yeah. Um. We figured out and we still made it work. Jehovah's Witness is real strict. Yeah. My bar was Jehovah's Witness. But again, that goes back to the point of knowing how to walk the line. Yeah. I may have persuaded her to do things outside wow. of that. Wow. So not even on purpose though, just being me, like that temptation is there. But anyway, like to your to your question, we could probably have something and then once I figure it out, we discuss it and go from there. Yeah. But I wouldn't See, I probably wouldn't seek it, and not that I'm against it, but again, just you know, consistency. If anything else, just consistency. Well, I had a girl that, well, I have a friend that is Muslim, and her parents are Muslim. And you had a girl, or you had a friend? She's a friend. That's a girl. Got it. <laughs> just clarification. Yeah. Just clarification. Yeah. So we were out like talking, and um, found out she was Muslim, which I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Know, whatever. She's not non-traditional Muslim, like very. Americanized Muslim, I would say. Okay. So doesn't wear the wrap and everything like that. Has it, but doesn't wear it. Mm-hmm. But her parents are Muslim. And I was like, well, would they want you to marry like a Muslim guy? And she was like, yeah, they definitely want me to marry a Muslim guy. Mm-hmm. So it's like super traditional. So I wouldn't even feel right almost. I would feel kind of guilty. Like, do I need to convert? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. is this going to like shatter your relationship with your family? Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. Well, I think the another thing with that is your religion is almost ninety nine percent based off of where you were born at. So yeah. if you're born in the Middle East, you're not going to grow up a Christian or a Jew. You're going to grow mm-hmm. up a Muslim. Mm-hmm. If you grow up in America, you're probably going to be a Catholic or a Christian, mm-hmm. one of the two. If you grow up in Asia, you're going to be uh, Buddha. maybe Buddhist, or you're going to be Shinto, or you're going to be <laughs> Hinduism, or well, that's India, but. Like wherever you grow up, like there was a girl I was talking to one time and she was like a Nubian Kemet, African Nubian queen. Yeah, the Nubian queen stuff. And back then, this is when I was a strict Christian. Like, I'm like, she don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. I mean, found out that stuff was true, you know? <laughs> so it was just like, you know, I, I wear a pharaoh now. Like, I don't necessarily wear it as a sign of like religion. I wear it like as a sign of power because like they held their empire together for over 4,000 years and that's the longest any civilization held mm-hmm. power. So, I'm gonna get like, one. I'm I respect use that same lot. reason. And I want to go to Egypt too. I've been to, I've been to Africa before. I haven't been to Egypt, but um, I had a chance to go, man. I want. Really? I want to go? go. Yeah. Why not? Wow. Uh, a young lady I was talking to at the time. Her mom was a flight attendant, and she had a area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had an area in Egypt that she lived in. Like, wow. so she was like, anytime y'all want to come. So it just never. It just never. I have somebody better now. That's all right. What's her name? Thank you. Her name's Jasmine. You know her name. He, like he just made that name up. That's, that's not important. That's not important. Still follow her or something? Can I? So, I, you know? being a single parent, how do you feel? All right, you have a woman of two years now, but you yes. still say you're a single dad. That's because, you know, she probably hasn't taken any financial responsibility right. for the child. Um, tell us a little bit more about that relationship. Well, this relationship... Go, wait, does she have any kids? Sorry. No, she don't have no kids. Okay. I think a lot of times people talk about dating people with kids, but they don't talk about 
dating people without kids when you yeah. have kids. Man, it's honestly, a thing. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I would be able to date somebody with a kid. I don't know why. I just because I I didn't I didn't really like kids before I had my son. Like honestly, like because baby cries, they do something to me. Like it triggered me for some reason because they're real high pitched and stuff like that. So yeah. I didn't really want no kids, but after my son, it, it kind of helped me appreciate him more. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I met her. Like okay, me and my ex wife separated September first. And I met my girlfriend now, like two and a half weeks later at church. Did you feel like you had enough time in between the <laughs> right? <laughs> well, it, the, the, I was like in my head divorced before we said, <laughs> Nigga, I've been single yeah. <laughs> for the last five months. I mean, I know it seemed like two weeks, yeah, but I was honestly, good, honestly, because I, I, I knew I was about to get a divorce. So I was just like, Man, I didn't just start go out and start fucking with chicks and like, not like that. Yeah. I was just like, I'm not really concerned about this relationship and I got to get my shit together fast because I'm about to be a single father. So um, after church, my son was just running around because uh, he was sent with his godmom and she picked him up and she was holding him. And I was like, she first was, of all, who got who got my son? Yeah, like, right. I but you like, fine. I mean, so you can hold him. So good job, son. And I see what you did. And she thought she thought she was somebody else's child. That's why she picked him up. And I was just like, oh, oh black people look alike. Yeah, <laughs> and she black, so um, it was crazy. And I, I talked to her for like fifteen minutes, but I wasn't trying to get with her because I'm a brand new single dude. Like yeah, I can have it. anything I want right now. Yeah, and um, I was just like, we we communicated, and she was cool, and she was on some of this stuff too, like doing more research in the yeah. Bible and trying to figure out who she is spiritually and all that other stuff. So we just kind of hit it off, and we was talking and like. By the end of the week, we had went out. Um, I went and supported her. She had to sing somewhere. She could sing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could sing. And um, it kind of just went on from there. <laughs> he told some, mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we talked We talked for like maybe two, three months and then made it official. Damn. But um, I, we were kind of together. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, baby mama was pissed. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't. I I mean, she might not have known. She didn't know. Yeah. So that's everything was cool for like the first three or four months because my my ex wife didn't know I was with somebody, and I'm like, all these dudes you was fucking with was married, and now you can't find nobody. That's crazy. Right. And and now they ain't calling. Right. Now they ain't calling. Now your phone just dropped. (laughs) That's crazy. So. Well, that's what you get. So then I I eventually told her I was like she was like where you at I was like oh I'm out here at uh, Southern Pines with my girl and she met her on the phone she was like oh hey. And after that, all hell broke loose. Of course. Like, he was bold. He was bold shit. for saying that. Bro, I didn't care. And I know. That, I know. Left. And it fucked me up. I'm about to say that. That's the issue. That's the problem. But it, it was it was crazy. Like she it, everything just started going wrong. She she ended up trying to get back with me and stuff. And of that's course. A, all, all kinds of stuff. Um okay. sending sending pictures, all kinds of stuff. And mm. at the time, which I think was probably the dumbest thing I could have did, I was letting my girl know. That she was doing yeah. all this stuff. And hey, why are we being so honest, bro? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Crazy, this is the thing, though. This is the thing, though. Crazy. This is the thing. You know, growing up, you think in a relationship, you're supposed to be transparent and honest. And I found out. A women are supposed to be transparent and honest with us, not it, us it, to them. It, it, oh, so exactly. you're lying. That's the key to success. No, I'm just not being as transparent. I got some tint on my window. It's a legal so, percentage. Is that a key to, it's a legal percentage. Is that a key to the successful relationship? Just to lie a little bit? I don't lie, so I wouldn't know. To not reveal the whole truth. But is how you would put it? It depends on the situation. Stretch the facts. I don't stretch facts. <laughs> so so like I was saying. Thank you. It's, it's, I realize now that we should never do that shit. So like 
I was transparent. <laughs> I was transparent and everything like that. You think by being transparent and telling them everything that's going on that that would give them a sense of security, yeah. but it actually breaks their security because oh, now sure. they got shit in the back of their head. Like, okay, so Women are illogical, if, man. Yeah, they're illogical, and I think my father, my father gave me the best advice you can give somebody, and he simply said that women do not have common sense. And I was like, that absolutely makes sense. Yeah. So like, I, I'm telling her this stuff like that and whatever, and she she's getting upset and mad at me. And I'm two like, four, I two told four, you four. about the rejection. Mm-hmm. I told you about the rejection, so there should be no reason for you to, you know, be upset. But it ended up destroying our trust, and we're in a po- process of rebuilding that right now. Damn. But um, it's not like we we in a we in a good place why, right now. Why was she upset at you about that though? Because I didn't tell her immediately. When it yeah. happened, like I told my brothers first, you know, and to women, that's like, why she, why you, she just asked the question randomly one day. She was like, what's the worst thing she's done? I was like, oh, she came over to my crib, stripped butt naked and got on my bed and begged me to to fuck her. Damn. And I, I told her, like, because I was just like, I mean, we being transparent and honest. But um, I didn't I ended up I, I told her and she was upset because I didn't tell her immediately when it happened. And I was just like, but nothing I mean, I would be mad too. I, I, my girl, I mean, my girl ex came to her crib, but ass naked. Like, bitch, you better call me that night. You better call me that night. I mean, here, here's the thing for me. And again, this is easier to say when you ain't in this situation. Right. To to me, I would I would be mad that she didn't tell me off the strength of I would want to pull up on that nigga. Right. But outside of but outside of that, like long as you handled your business, like get out. Long as he ain't harass. Right. Like now, if he would have been harassing you, you couldn't handle. I'm like, no, call me so I can yeah, come over there and help you out. But if he was over there stripped but naked, now if he got, I would be so pissed. But he stripped but naked, and then like you got to go. You sure you got to go? He got out. Cool, you handle your business. Next time that happens, just make sure you let me know on time. Right. But otherwise, it, it just is what it is. Like, yeah, and that, that makes sense. Like, I just didn't let her know immediately. And I'm like, do you think I'm not strong enough or mentally there to handle it? You, 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 you ever let your girl know something? Uh, <laughs> and you're like, man, I was trying to be transparent. Like, I, I thought I could, I thought I was supposed to. That's my exact point. I was but... trying to be transparent. So I realized, like, if I would have never told her that, our trust would have never been broken back then. Because first of all, nothing happened. So we're discussing. Isn't that ironic? Yeah, discuss it. We're discussing that nothing happened and that broke your trust. Versus, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not me not telling you that. You should have smashed. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you you I'm wouldn't joking. be surprised at how many people told me I should have. I didn't. Nah, nah I went off the strength of what she did with you with the 35 days and off that. Nah, she don't. That was before it. that. Oh. Yeah, so and then I, I'm I'm faithful. I don't I try to be faithful, especially because my, my dad divorced because he wasn't faithful. Yeah. So I'm like break the I don't cycle. wanna I, yeah, break the cycle. Absolutely. You you're putting it you're putting it so well today. I'm good at this. Thank you. You sure are. <laughs> got a podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Thank no, but I, I strive to, to not cheat because that's what my, my that's why my parents divorced and I wasn't Same. trying to divorce. So um yeah, it's just like I can't I, I can't be as transparent. I have to be. You don't put some tin the on the window. You don't Just put some tin on the window. But tell you, her, you tell her what needs to be said. You, thank you. I, and I, I told her that too. I said I will only tell you what needs to be told. I'll tell you what I want to say. I'll tell you what I want you to know because even though we're in a relationship, you're not entitled to information. Cause you're still you. You're still you. you. Like you, you have your life. She has her life, and y'all have a life together. Yeah. But 
And and I think that's I think that's important yeah. to know. Everybody ain't on that level though. For real. And you have to if you're lucky enough to get somebody you can talk with, have that conversation with, and they, they can understand that. Cause it's not only benefiting me, it's benefiting you for your sanity. Right. Right. Especially if we're gonna be together the rest of our lives. Yeah, like I don't wanna argue about not rejection. Like, why am I gonna argue with you about me rejecting somebody? <laughs> And I try to tell her, I'm like, me, I'm a separate individual than this relationship. But she she makes decisions with us in mind, yeah. like for her single life right now. Like she makes decisions for us in the future. And I'm like, yeah. I'm making decisions for me. And exactly. in the future, like if you're still here. Exactly. Then, you know, we can go ahead and but, move forward. But that goes into, I mean, I don't know her relationship history, but that goes into your relationship history. You learn. Right. Like you have, again, you can't know to fix something until you know it's wrong or know it needs adjusting. Right. So again, maybe with this relationship, she'll she'll be learning that. But uh, I agree, man. Like, like overstep. Let's not plan our wedding tomorrow. <laughs> like let, let's get there, get closer to it. Yeah. <laughs> and then discuss all that. Because otherwise we're, we could be talking about we could be talking about let's plan dinner. Yeah. <laughs> That's happening tonight. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's plan dinner. Climbing. Yeah, let's plan a date. It, like time, time isn't promised. So it's hard to be appreciative of the present. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> I think we get on time. Thank you.